0: Hello, everybody. I'm Warren Smith, coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm Natasha Cowden, coming to you from Colorado Springs, Colorado, and we'd like to welcome you to the Ministry Watch podcast.
1: On today's program, we take a look at the top 10 stories of the year from Ministry Watch.
0: Now, Warren, how did you come up with this list?
1: Well, this list is based purely on the number of page views that each story got on The site. So, in a very real sense, you could say that our readers themselves compiled this list. However, for purposes of this podcast, I'm going to tweak the list just a bit.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: Well, if you look strictly at the page views of individual stories, you do get an interesting picture, but it's an incomplete picture. So, for example, our number one story of the year is an article that I wrote about Lonnie Frisbee. That story got more than 100,000 page views this year, which is for us a lot but it was not really a breaking news story. It was a story that I actually wrote years ago, uh, but which people found when they saw the movie Jesus Revolution. Uh, They would come home from the movie and they would go searching on Lonnie Frisbee's name and found our story then. He played a prominent role in that story. And now if you look at the number two, Two story on our list, uh, you'll find the story of Hillsong Pastor Carl Lentz, who has been in a very public scandal for the last couple of years, but is now on the staff of a church in Oklahoma. And if you keep scrolling down the list of top 25 stories, the complete extended list, you'll find another Hillsong story, the story of Hillsong founder Brian Houston's daughter and son-in-law resigning from the ministry in protest.
0: And Ministry Watch did a total of more than two dozen stories
1: about Hillsong in 2023. That's right. But only two of those stories made the top 25 list, though most of them did make the top 100 list of the year. So to my way of thinking, that makes the Hillsong story the number one Ministry Watch story of 2023.
0: So while Lonnie Frisbee's story came out to be number one in page views, you're naming the ongoing scandal at Hillsong the number one story of the year.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And it also means that while the list we publish on our website has 25 individual articles, today, Natasha, you and I are going to do a list of the top 10 stories, some of which we covered with multiple articles. All right, I get it. So what's next on the list? Well, number three is the story of Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad. I wrote an editor's notebook column explaining how uh, the movie Sound of Freedom didn't tell the whole story of Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad. And that story got 25,000 page views, and that brought it in at number three for the year.
0: Now, we should also note that Tim Ballard's departure from Operation Underground Railroad came in at number nine for the year. So Tim Ballard and OUR was certainly a top story of the year.
1: Yeah, that's right. And moving along, though, number four on our list is Andy Stanley's Unconditional Conference. It was a conference that featured openly gay and lesbian speakers, and it reignited a conversation about the best way to both uphold biblical standards regarding sexuality while at the same time being welcoming to our LGBTQ neighbors. And uh, we'll have to say that Andy Stanley's way of doing that was widely considered to be the wrong way, by most evangelical leaders.
0: And this is another story that made more than one appearance on the full top 25 list.
1: That's right. It appeared not just at number four, which is where we have it on our short list, but also in my editor's notebook column, which was number 25 for the year.
0: And coming in at number five is Dave Ramsey.
1: Dave Ramsey was sued for $150 million in a class action lawsuit filed by people who took Ramsey's recommendation to work with a now failed timeshare exit company. Dave Ramsey is a critic of timeshares and he had a partnership with this company that uh, he recommended folks to, but that company apparently uh, was not all Dave Ramsey said it was. Uh, It was the latest in a string of legal and other problems that have plagued Ramsey's company for the last few years.
0: Number six on the list is the first of a series of stories we've done on the United Methodist Church.
1: That's right. Number six, number 10, number 13, and number 23 on our extended list all relate to the United Methodist Church. So in the aggregate, this story might even qualify to jump up a few spots on our list of top stories of the year. For those who have not been following, though, the United Methodist Church is in the middle of a big breakup. The liberal wing of the church will remain the United Methodist Church, but more than 25% of UMC congregations have disaffiliated from the United Methodist Church over the last couple of years, and we've been covering this story for at least those two years.
0: Number seven on our list is the story of the Asbury Revival.
1: Revival broke out at Kentucky's Asbury University uh, early in the year, and it lasted for weeks. I've got to say that it was one of the most satisfying stories of the year for me to follow, at least, and I'm glad that it ended up in our top 10 at number seven.
0: Number eight involves the Southern Baptist Convention, and it's the only story about the SBC that made it into the top 25 this year. Does that surprise you?
1: Well, it does. And this story is not about the sexual abuse scandal or even about leadership concerns per se, but rather about Rick Warren and the church that he founded, Saddleback Church. The SBC ousted Saddleback Church this year over issues related to women's ordination. So I guess you could say it was a leadership issue in a way. And that story ended up number eight. Eight for the year. And given all the issues in the SBC and all the stories that we've written, I guess, yeah, I am surprised that this is the only story to make this year's list.
0: Number nine on the list is a story that broke just a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, and that's significant, uh, Natasha, because a lot of our stories have what I call a long tail. Uh, They might get a lot of page views in the first couple of days after we publish it, but it's not unusual for some of our stories to get uh, page views for months or even years later. I, I cite the Lonnie Frisbee story as an example, which I wrote years ago and is still getting significant numbers of page views every week. In this case, though, a recent story means that, uh, you know, it hasn't really had the time to take advantage of that long tail. And yet it still popped up into the top 10. It's the story of Liam Gallagher, who resigned from the historic 10th Presbyterian Church, which is a PCA congregation, Presbyterian Church in America congregation in Philadelphia, after it became public that he had been arrested a decade earlier for indecent behavior in Lancaster, Pennsylvania.
0: And rounding out the top 10 is...
1: Well, rounding out the top ten is the story of Scott Sauls. He's a popular writer and speaker, and until recently, the pastor of a church in Nashville. He was removed from his church after allegations of toxic leadership arose at his church.
0: Now, Warren, we're doing the top 10 stories here, but as you said, we actually published a list of the top 25 stories ranked by page views on the Ministry Watch website. Now, all of these stories we mentioned today are on that list, plus a few others. Is there anything you'd like to say about the stories we've covered here or the stories on the full list?
1: Yeah, no, thanks for asking. A couple of things I'd like to mention. First of all, my editor's notebook column, which I've already mentioned once or twice, appeared on the list three times. And I found that gratifying personally, since I wrote those stories. Uh, When we started that column last year, we weren't sure if you'd be interested in what is essentially a behind-the-scenes look, a look under the hood, you might say, of the ministry watch machine gratified to discover that you obviously do care about those things, so thanks for reading that column. And secondly, I'd like to note that our monthly list appeared on the extended top 25 list three times. Those lists were the highest paid ministry executives, the largest Christian ministries in the country, and the ministries in our database with failing transparency grades we think our database is a unique resource here at ministry watch and we're delighted that you seem to think so too now by the way look for changes and improvements in the ministry watch database in the year ahead we think the changes we'll be making will make it even more valuable to you
0: warren do you have any final thoughts before we go today
1: Well, if you'd like to help us reach our year-end goal, just go to ministrywatch.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page. But whether you give to Ministry Watch or not, we hope that you will use our database to help you make wise giving decisions and that you will give, again, both wisely and generously during this holiday season the producers
0: for today's program are rich rosal and jeff mcintosh we get database and other technical support from stephen DeBerry, rod pitzer and casey Sedith. now we'd like to acknowledge all the writers who whose stories made it to the top 25 this year and they include bob Smitania, steve raby kim roberts phil cook and you warren and you've been listening to the ministry watch podcast until next time may god bless you